entertaining new possibilities. The Palace Theater, your palace, your place. Shows for the whole family. Waterbury Palace, your palace, your place. Waterbury Palace Sunshine. You can always catch an updated forecast over the... Never saw the sun shining so bright Never saw things going so right Noticing the days hurrying by When you're in love My, how they fly is not Diana Krall now, but that was Diana Krall. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to Your Palace, Your Place. I'm Sherry Marcucci, your host of this fun-filled 50 minutes of entertainment and information, and you were just listening to the multi-Grammy winning sultry voice of Diana Krall. And why am I playing Diana Krall? Well, because in about 50 minutes, her tickets are going on sale at the Palace Theater box office because she's coming to the Palace Theater October 3rd for her Turn Up the Quiet tour, and it is sponsored locally by Ion Bank. We are so excited about this show. We, I, I tell you, um, I, I just, when I hear this music and some of the, some of the, uh, uh, cuts on this new album that goes along with the Turn Up the Quiet tour are are just classic. Some are her own um, work, uh, things she's written as well, but this, she is just that lady that just has it. And when you uh, hear her, when you see her on stage, it gives you those, I don't know, that voice is something else, those shivers, those shivers. And so if you're a fan or if you're like, uh, I've heard her. I like her. I want to see her in person. Get the to the Palace Theater at 10 o'clock. Go to our website, palacetheaterct.org, or call our box office at 203-346-2000 uh, for Diana Krall coming October 3rd. Very, very exciting. Last time, she we've had her before, about seven years ago, I think, about, and it was a sold-out show. So my, my suggestion to you is if you, you know, are thinking at all about it, don't hesitate, it's particularly if you want a particular seating area. So 10 o'clock, the tickets do go on sale. 
What else do I want to talk about? Oh, we have a lot going on. We have so much going on. One other thing I want to make people aware of, as you who are regular listeners of your Palisher Place, you hear me talk about um, health and fitness and how we've tried to incorporate it into our culture and our workplace. And one of the things we, we have um, begun to offer over the last year is a yoga class. And um, it's open to the public. Some of our staff participate. And it's it's the best, best thing you can do for yourself, or one of the best things. So we have a new summer session that begins this coming Monday from uh, noon to 1 o'clock. It's a great break during the day. You know, if you're downtown working, it's a great um, lunch hour switch up. You can always grab your you know sandwich and yogurt later eat at your desk, but give yourself something good. And if you're, you know, you don't have to be working downtown, come. Parking is easy in the ramp garage behind us, and uh, we'll validate for you. So, you know, if you're interested, it's a six-week session, and it's led... Our, our yoga practitioner instructor is the wonderful uh, Michelle Morsey Henderlight. Michelle Morsey, who also writes the walkabout column in the Republican American, and she is just a fabulous, fabulous teacher. This is gentle flow yoga. So it's any ability. Um, she shows you adaptations uh, for some of the poses and um, is, is just a I can't say enough about her. I love her. I adore her. Um, so if you're interested in the yoga class, and you can either um, register for all six sessions, and it's $72 a person, or you can do drop-in, and it's $15 a session. Again, that begins this Monday, what is that, June 15th? No, June 18th. And it's from uh, noon to 1 p.m. So call our box office, 203-346-2000, if you're interested in, in signing up for those classes. What else? Oh, this, this, uh, this Saturday evening. I would be remiss if I didn't mention the Are You Dense, uh, Are you Dense Music Fest, the 10th anniversary edition. And as many of you, again, who are listeners, I talk about things in my personal life as well. Nancy Capello, Dr. Nancy Capello, the founder of Are You Dense, is my sister-in-law and um, has just devoted the last... Um, 10 years of her life uh, to championing this cause. It's so important for women to understand the density of their breasts and why that's significant when they're getting their annual mammograms. And um, it's all about early early detection, early screening. She has been uh, a keynoter around the world on this issue, getting laws uh, enacted all over this country. I think there's close to 30, 30-something states now that have laws around this issue so that women will never go through what she went through. Um, and you can read her story at areudense.org. But if you're interested in the show this Saturday evening, it's got a great lineup of entertainment, uh, bringing back um, Jacob Tolliver, who was wowed people last year in his uh, uh, alter ego as Jerry Lee Lewis um, from Million Dollar Quartet. And he will be back by popular demand as well as um, um, 
a new act that is just phenomenal, the Doo-Wop Project, and it involves people who have been in uh, Broadway shows, right, on Broadway, Jersey Boys, Memphis, uh, Motown the Musical, as well as tours of those shows. So it's going to be a phenomenal show. It's for a great cause, so I urge you, there's tickets available. If you're interested in that, again, it's palacetheaterct.org. It's the RU Dense Music Fest this Saturday evening. And, um, you know, do yourself a favor. And if you love women, if you're a woman or love have a woman you love, you want to support this cause. So, um, so I hope that you will. Okay, what else? I just want to say a shout out to our, our local restaurant partners who are always so supportive and um, we in kind are supportive to them and uh, I want to make sure that if you're going out this weekend uh, and whether you're going to the palace or somewhere else, think of one of these local partners, Diorio's, Nino, San Marino, La Tavola, Verdi, Vasi's, Mojo Nuevo Latina Cuisine, Spartan, and the train station that is in Naugatuck, one of our newest partners. Eat local, okay? Um, even if you're not going to an entertainment venue, you still got to eat. So think about one of these fine partners when you're, when you're uh, about to do that. And just so you know, if you love our show, we hope you do, uh, coming to you uh, by the Palace Theater in Waterbury, Connecticut, you can also find us on your favorite podcast, um, whether it's Stitcher, SoundCloud, Google Play, or whatever. So um, we can be with you wherever you go. Now I want to switch gears, and I want to talk and introduce. I want to talk to, but I'm going to introduce my first guest today. You know, a lot of times I try to bring you things that you wouldn't ordinarily know about that are uh, certainly related to the arts or maybe in some other uh, field. Well, I've been wanting this next guest on for a while and we picked this date long ago and I'm so glad to have with us this morning, Karen Lopez, who is um, works for our um, our local. The Palace Theater is a union house, yep. and so we have a local union. And Karen is either the you pick the term wardrobe mistress or wardrobe supervisor. Correct. So welcome, or. Karen. Thank you. Well, thank you for having me, Sherry. Oh, I'm I'm thrilled to have you because <laughs> see, Karen has the distinct um, opportunity <laughs> of doing something very important. And when the touring shows and the concerts come in, Karen is always there and needs to be there um, and per contracts and whatnot to take care of. What do you take care of, Karen? What is your kind of full range of uh, tasks and jobs? Um, basically, you know, not so much a glorified uh, hostess, but <laughs> basically um, whatever their needs may be, whether it be steaming their clothes, ironing their shirts, washing their clothes, getting it ready for the show that evening. So we they come in with their clothes and we get them ready. And if there's a traveling supervisor when it's one of the the Broadway tours, I work underneath them with my staff. Okay. So and you have so so your staff. So are you also dressing people for quick changes and yes. things because okay. So that to <laughs> me is amazing. Yes. And I I I in fact, I was watching the Tony Awards Sunday night and there was a quick change there and I was like how, how did that happen? You know, how does that happen? 
Well, some of it is magic, and there are some shows that we're not even privy to. Okay, um, and I know the one, Cinderella. one of them is Cinderella, I yes. was going to say. Yes, um, yeah. we're not even allowed to um, help. Their, there's a star dresser okay. that works with Cinderella, and we're not even allowed to see the magic in that. Uh-huh, that's you know, true Disney. We maybe all have little peaked a little here and there, but we're not allowed to tell. <laughs> but but yes, we do, um, and a lot of times what people don't realize is that they're underdressed under their costumes. Ah. So when we get them off stage in the wing, when we're dressing them, there's usually a team. Yep. Sometimes it involves the wig supervisor and a wig local, um, the wardrobe supervisor with the tour, and then whoever's dressing that actor. And there's sometimes five or six of us getting them undressed in less than a minute to get them back out on stage. That is such an, I mean, yeah. I, I, I remember I've been in a few shows where there wasn't obviously <laughs> yes. a dresser and you're sweating thinking, yes. can I do this? You know, and yes. it's your, so to have somebody taking care of that so the actor can kind of stay in character yes. and be ready for the next entrance or whatever, it must take a, it must be, uh, uh, bring their stress level down. Of course, make sure it's go up. Yeah. Some of us thrive on it though. There are people who don't like to do the quick changes, but there are some of us that, you know, the it's more, like a challenge. Yes, we love it. We love it. And there's times where, you know, we're learning it that evening. The show comes in on a Tuesday and the show is Tuesday evening and we're meeting the actor at six o'clock and going through it. Sometimes it's oh. a little trial run and you oh, practice boy. it that one time and you better get it right for the oh, show because wow. you've altered the show if you didn't. Yeah. No, yeah. that's too much stress for me. <laughs> <laughs> that is too much stress for me. But but thank God there's people like you, yes. um, Karen. And you make a good point when you say um, they it's it happens by magic because live theater is so dependent on that spontaneity yes. and that dis um you know uh suspension of belief and mm -hmm. you know we we believe what we see and if that's how it ha it happens magically that's how it happens so you know you wouldn't want to ruin that for anybody certainly it would be like finding out there's no santa claus exactly yeah but there is a santa claus by the way yes. i just want to clarify that everybody has to believe yes yeah so um anyway so so um now I want to know how you came into this field. You, it's kind of interesting. Yes, and, it is. It's you an know, interesting people story. wonder how you get these jobs. <laughs> how does this? How do you get this as a career? Well, a lot of has to do in this industry is a lot of definitely who you know, and um, there. You know, people go to school. There are there are colleges, and people get the you know, a degree in theater. Yes. And they can go into whichever avenue they want to. I actually chose to go into actually be a cosmetologist, went to school um, as a hairdresser. I'm a licensed certified hairdresser. I still do hair on the side. And I was working, I was with a salon, I went bowling as a group, and I met a girl that I hadn't seen in years who I grew up with and went to, uh, she was a neighbor of my cousin's. Okay. And she asked me if I would be willing to do wigs for a show. And I had never done wigs, knew nothing about them, went and tried my first show and got hooked. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So it was, for you, it was just being at the right place at, at the, the right, right time, time and being open. Yes. Open. And, and so much of life, yes. really, no matter what it is, it's like, well, I might not completely know this, yes. but I'm open to it. And yes. if somebody's inviting me in, I'm going to walk through that door. And I think that's, you know, when when you recognize opportunities yeah. and do that, you you change, you alter the course of your life. Oh, absolutely. Which you did. My, changed my whole life. I worked in my salon for another maybe year or two, left the salon, built a salon in my home. 
started doing this full time. Um, I liked it so much and there wasn't as much work in the hair end of it. I learned, so they introduced me to the wardrobe end. I didn't even know how to sew a button on. <laughs> and they taught me how to sew. I went out and bought a sewing machine and they started slow. And I have to thank, I have to shout out to all my wardrobe mistress ladies who've been in the industry for 30 plus years who taught me everything I know. We, um, we're not just solely in the palace, as you know, right. we yes. are a union throughout the state of Connecticut. Right. And um, we work in different venues and we've done a million, um, not a million, but lots of <laughs> Productions, sure. Sure, that's where a show will come in and basically tech with us, which we have done plenty at the palace. Yes, yeah. And that is really a great place to learn. You learn right from the get-go from the designers. So these wow. are Broadway designers that are coming in, and they they have tricks like you can't imagine. It's wow. amazing what we can learn from them, and you just take it from there. That's that's nice to hear because I think that's one of the things that. I always hear over and over again, I've seen it firsthand in the theater family and yes. it is a family oh, and yes. people are so willing to, to pull you along, to help you, yes. to give you a hand up. Um, it's, it's a very generous community yes. of people. And that's uh, how I feel it when I want to share it over to the Whams community as well. Well, th let's talk about that. You, yes. uh, you not only, <laughs> I know you, what is the, your local is? Um, we're local, um, so it's IATSE, which is International Alliance of Theatrical Stage Employees. And so it's international throughout United States and Canada. Okay. And it's there is IATSE for that's yes, the way we uh, yes. refer to it, right? Yeah. There's like over 140,000 members wow. of the wow. international. And I think it, you know it's good to point out when we talk about the arts and the economic um, uh, um, what's the word I'm looking for stimulus mm -hmm. that they provide. We we you can't forget that there are people who ha get jobs, yes. have work because the Palace Theater exists because we yes. employ people through the union um, that's very valuable and those people go out to spend money in the economy mm -hmm. so um, you have to understand the synergies and recognize the importance yes. that the arts aren't just here for quality of life and arts for arts sake which of course that it's it is its main um, focus but it also <laughs> plays a huge part in in the economy of yes. any given region that it the arts are um, vibrant in and there's a uh, you know a active arts community we need to take I believe a break for okay. a few minutes and then we're <laughs> going to come back because Karen also has some insider stories she's going <laughs> to share with us <laughs> I promise I won't embarrass her but um, so you're listening to your palace your place stay tuned we'll be back in about uh, two minutes Stop talking fresh to me. You'll see me in my dreams. <laughs> I'm talking to our producer here, Johnny, who has um, just um, played for us a little uh, cut from another Diana Krall uh, piece on her latest album, Turn Up the Quiet. 
which she's coming to perform uh, at the Palace Theater October 3rd. And tickets go on sale in a half an hour. Just a reminder, at the Palace <laughs> Theater, ct.org or 203-346-2000. We were talking before the break on your Palace Your Place to Karen Lopez, who is uh, uh, the wardrobe supervisor uh, for the local uh, union, IATSE, that um, the Palace Theater um, works with when we have shows. And Lauren, um, Lauren, <laughs> Karen, <laughs> talking about who we were talking about, Karen um, was sharing about, um, we were just going to start talking a little bit. I promised you some insider information, but before that, we were talking about the Waterbury Arts Magnet School, or WAMS, that's, as it's known uh, affectionately, and because Karen also is generous with her uh, skill and talent and knowledge uh, to WAMS, and WAMS, for those who might not know, is physically connected to the theater, and the Waterbury Arts Magnet School students use the Palace Theater for a certain number of contracted days for their um, production, so they get the advantage at that school of actually performing on a, a professional stage um, just yeah. like any of the the touring shows or the stars that come to perform and Karen you what you've been working with them tell tell our listeners what you've been doing um, with so, whams so basically what I want them to be able to take away from I've noticed that they they don't, you know, understand actually anything about a theater. A lot of the kids that go there, you know, they'll take dance and they'll take acting. They don't understand that there's a whole world in the backstage. Yes. So um, there's a program there called In the Wings, and one of the teachers, Bruce Post, teaches it. And they actually, um, he has a tech program. The kids learned lighting, design, and they learned sound, and they learned how to do some backstage stuff. But there wasn't anything in the program that involves costuming and wigs and makeup. Okay. So I've kind of just, you know, since the shows came over, I've become great friends with all the teachers in the theater department and um, basically just you know wanted to teach the kids what I know so that's, yeah that's we have fantastic. a great time I did an after-school program um, at the school called Backstage Pro and oh, taught I love the that. kids how to basically how to sew how to alter um, I taught them how to do pin curls, how to put on wigs, how to apply makeup for theater. You know, you get a lot of sixth and seventh graders. It's a little bit more difficult for them, but the high school kids thrived and they love it. Oh, I'm sure. Yes. I'm sure. But I think, you know, and what's important is you're opening their eyes to career opportunities yes. that they would not know even existed, as many people don't. When you go to as a patron to a show, you're not thinking about how did all this happen? You're just enjoying the experience yes. of the show. But there are so many pieces and facets. Um, one of the ones that fascinates me is the stage manager. Yes. Um, because that person has the whole show resting on their shoulders. They're calling the shots. They're calling the show as, as it's kids as it's referred to, but if they screw up, the whole show gets screwed up, and I think I could never handle that pressure. That would yes. be just, but um, but even, you know, like we were talking earlier, if the dresser screws up that quick change, that that changes what's going to happen next yes. on stage. So um, so every, it's all integral, it's all pieces that work to make that whole 
so perfect. So, you know, and when it's not perfect, they know how to cover it up. So you, the audience member, you never know something happens. Yes. Um, so there is something called stagecraft and there is magic. And, yes. and one of the magical things I want to share with our audience is some of the magical people that you've come across. You yes. were talking to me about some of the very, very nice people. Mm-hmm. And I love hearing stories. Usually there's, there's good people and good people certainly in the entertainment world, but some stand head and shoulders above others. So mm-hmm. you want to share the Joan Rivers story? Yes. So Joan Rivers, everybody was thinks that she was the most mean, evil, you know, horrible person. And to be quite honestly, she was the most loveliest woman alive. So that and was her stage persona. Lovely, lovely woman. Every assistant that she had, and I believe at the time that she passed, she had up to eight assistants that traveled around with her. And they said to us, they can't keep up with her. That's wow. how she runs them constantly. But she was so generous to them and to anybody that she dealt with. If he, she brought her dog with her, and if you were just the production guy and you walked her dog and took the dog outside, she tipped you and gave you some jewelry. I have earrings that she gave me oh. for doing her hair, which oh. I was already getting paid to do anyway. Oh. And I was, you know, she was like, no, no, no. And then she gave me jewelry from her daughter's collection because she noticed I didn't have jewelry on. Oh. I did her two different occasions. Oh, nice. And just, um, she... And didn't she give you something for your yes, mom? she was sitting, my mom was sitting in the nosebleed seats and I just said, oh, give a shout out to, you know, some of the people up there and I told her it was my mom and how she loved QVC and she said oh I'm going to give you these bracelets off my wrist when I'm all done and she put them back in the box and made sure I gave them with a nice note to my mother oh that's class that (laughs) is class and you know she was lovely and 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 you didn't always hear you don't always hear the good yes. stories about people and I love that. Um, anybody else that comes to mind that's been at the palace? Well, at the palace, I was telling you the other day that I loved Tony Orlando. Oh yeah, he I was love him. so genuine and so kind. He was, and, you know, when I just interacting with him, anything he needed, and just lovely person. And I was telling him that my father in law was a big fan, and he asked if he was coming to the show, and I said no, he lives in Orlando. But he said, make sure you say hello, you know, (laughs) you know, make sure you say hello to him and thank you for being a fan of mine. And just like brought tears to my eyes how he does a beautiful show dedicated to the veterans. And he was just genuinely a super sweet man. Talked about how he has his um, he has a whole theater production that he does in Branson. Branson, Yes. Yes. And said, invited us out there anytime. Give us a call. Tell us that I met you. Just a lovely, lovely man. Yeah. No, he and, and I had that. Um, privilege too to meet him and deal with him and you know shared with you a story but he he really was genuine yes. and you know sometimes you know the ones who aren't so nice and we could tell you <laughs> stories about that but we won't um, and you wonder why it's yeah. so much easier to be kind and, 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 and you know you have the world by the string basically mm-hmm. you know so why not be respectful yes. and kind to people Karen, I love talking to you, and I hope our listeners did, too. Um, Just getting a little sneak peek in the the behind-the-scenes world of of live theater and concerts, and I'm going to have you back again, okay? Okay? 
All right. We've got a busy season ahead, yes, don't we? Yes, we do. We do. We do. So we're going to say thank you, Karen, and we're going to take another quick break, and then I'm going to bring um, on two of my very favorite people that are going to talk about um, the Make Music Day coming up. I know you heard a little bit about it earlier this morning if you were listening to Tom Shoot, and we're going to talk about some of the other pieces of it that you might not have heard about, so stay tuned. Another little excerpt from the Turn Up the Quiet CD by Diana Crawl. Like Someone to Love was the name of that cut. And boy, I like to hear her sing. She is great. And you've got about mm, 18 minutes before tickets go on sale at the Palace Theater. She's coming October 3rd. I'm Sherry Marcucci back for the second half of your Palace Your Place this morning. Um, heard the first and third Friday mornings of every month. And I want to um, talk a little bit about um, the upcoming Make Music Waterbury Day. Now, you've heard a little bit about it, or a lot about it, um, earlier this morning on Tom Shute's program with uh, Kathy McNamara, who is the organizer, and Bill DeMeda, one of the uh, volunteers, I believe, who is um, very um, enthusiastic. I know Bill has been wanting to do a music-type event for a while. So um, I've now got with me two other people people involved in this whole thing, and that is um, two executives. The executive director of the Waterbury Symphony, Robert Chinante. Good morning, Sherry. Good morning, one of my favorite guests. And the executive secretary to the mayor of Waterbury, Meg Luddy. Good morning, Sherry. Good morning. I love having being surrounded by executives. And <laughs> Anyway, and they were so gracious to um, come and talk a little bit about some specific things. Before we delve into the make music Waterbury Day, I did promise Robert oh. that I would give him a little opportunity to talk about something coming up on June 16th that the Waterbury Symphony is doing. Okay. Well, I don't want to hijack airtime, but yeah, uh, why not? I'm spending the next 24 hours running around for this event, so I figured I'd at least mention it. Um, as, as many of your listeners know, and you've had me on the show before, it's our 80th anniversary season just coming to a close. It's been a very exciting season here, kind of celebrating the legacy of this organization in the community, and we're concluding it with a celebration with a party, a summer soiree I love at that. Millhouse Garden and Antique in uh, Woodbury, Connecticut. Oh. They've been our gracious hosts for, for many years with this uh, special celebration. And uh, That's tomorrow. It's tomorrow night at 5 o'clock. Uh, there are still tickets available. It's $65 a person. You couldn't go online Reasonable. to our website.
website, waterburysymphony.org, or call us at 203-574-4283. We'll have Litchfield Distillery there. We'll have a nice assortment of uh, wine and beer. We're doing a champagne toast that'll be led by Maestro Bialin, the oh, silent auction. Nice. We've got some guest artists coming from the Yale School of Music as oh, part of that partnership. So a really exciting evening. And, uh, we're and this is your to chance, ladies and gentlemen, to put on your summer finery frocks exactly. and, and stroll among beautiful gardens and enjoy some wonderful music, of course, and support this important organization. You know, and I in uh, this show, I try to, we as an organization, the Palace Theater, try to make um, our colleagues in the arts community um, locally apart as often as possible because we all need to support one another and work together. So um, if you, you know, haven't um, made your uh, reservation mm -hmm. yet, and this sounds like something you'd like to support and attend, they just need to go to your website? Go to our website. Give us a call at 203-574-4283. We also have tickets at the door oh. at the event. Okay. All right. So that's the summer soiree. Yes. Love it. Now we're going to switch gears and talk about Make Music Waterbury, which is next Thursday. So um, this... When I first heard about this, I said, oh, my gosh, I love this idea. So, Meg, this is a worldwide event yes. happening. And when I first heard of it, I thought, how are we ever going to make this happen? <laughs> <laughs> and it's happening. Whether, whether we like it or not, it's happening. And it's going to be wonderful. It is a worldwide event. It was, was born in France, I oh. believe. And, um, 1982, I think. I really? 1982? And it was just uh, somebody uh, or an entity got together and said everybody loves music any kind of music mm -hmm. every kind of music should be available to the common man so they did pop-up concerts throughout um what a great idea a great idea and connecticut robert correct me if i'm wrong connecticut i don't think has taken Part this is Connecticut's this. first time right. participating, and the whole idea was to make it really a statewide initiative so that all our major metro areas throughout the state are participating in this. And That's there's been fabulous. a lot of coordination at the statewide level from the Connecticut Office of the Arts, which falls under the Office mm -hmm. of, of Tourism. Yep. So yep. it's uh, it's it's a very exciting initiative for Waterbury to be part of, you know, sort of shoulder to shoulder with some of these other major metro areas like New Haven and Hartford and mm -hmm. Stamford. That's mm -hmm. fabulous. That's so. In Waterbury, we have about f 50. 50. We have over 50 performers performing all throughout downtown Waterbury. Oh. It's uh, concentrated um, downtown, mainly on Grant Street. We decided to start it a hub and grow out. Okay, so makes sense. So there are different corners, yep. storefronts. Um, in front of City Hall, in front of the Chase Building, in front of Silas Bronson Library. There will be concerts throughout the day. Some may be 10 minutes long. Mm -hmm. Some may be spoken word. Ah. Some may be the Waterbury Symphony in front of City Hall. Mm -hmm. Camping <laughs> off the evening. <laughs> <laughs> so the, truly, there will be something for everyone. And if you just take a stroll around Waterbury downtown on June 21st, you are bound to find something that you will love. That's wonderful. Now, to make this a complete experience, not only the music, but there's food. We decided oh, yeah. to um, feed everybody in one way or another <laughs> through the <laughs> through some senses. Have um, food available. We will have food available. Okay. Yes. 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 You, we will have, have food to available. The food. Yes. Food yes. trucks. Um, yeah. We will have food trucks. Um, 
some of the food trucks yeah, are really high, high hitters. At lunchtime, we are going to have Freiburg, which is one of the top 10 food trucks in the state. Oh, and they do the, um, the burgers. Fr- okay, um, the fries. Aren't the fries, fries part yes. of their, yes, their thing? Yes, different yeah. toppings that yes. you choose yes. to, to be on there. So yeah. we have Freiburg. I know them well. We, <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, we, we have um, rice and beans, which is also another top oh, ten um, food truck in the state. And they um, specialize in, I don't want to call it Latin um, cuisine, but you can order your beans and have all different kinds of toppings for your beans. Ooh. Chicken, barbecue, all different kinds of, it's kind of like an upscale. Oh, yeah. yeah. What a, yeah. Oh, that's a great idea. So you can have. And you know why I like this? Because there's healthy choices. Absolutely. Yes. Including um, the food extrovert. Another, that's a new oh. truck that has some fabulous choices. They have a lot of salads. Oh. They do soups. They do gourmet sandwiches. Um, mm. So, But for those of you who are not weight conscious, we will also have Nora's <laughs> Cupcakes. <laughs> okay. We'll save you a cupcake, Sherry. <laughs> so that's at lunchtime. Might have to indulge. <laughs> Just one. <laughs> lunchtime is, uh, we will have the food trucks there from 11 to 2. We Perfect. are closing off Grand Street between... Uh, the library and um, Field Street. Yes. Um, yeah. So that you will have free reign. You can stroll around. Stroll around. Bring your chairs down. Yeah. Set them up on Grant Street. Listen to the music, the concerts that are happening in front of the Chase Building. And um, I think this is a great opportunity to have an outdoor meeting. Instead of being cooped up inside your office building on yeah. that day, yeah. you know, you could have the backdrop of some great music. You can have lunch outdoors and, yeah. you know, be with your colleagues. So um, it's a great reason to, I know, for us, usually we've got tunnel vision, never come outside. <laughs> and it doesn't matter what weather is. You just go in, do your work, and go home. Yeah. This, on June 21st, we are asking everybody, open your eyes, open your ears, yes. don't bring your lunch to work, come yeah. outside, listen yeah. to the music. Love it. Yeah. yeah. This is this is what we need more of. I think this I is a great idea. I agree. This has been very interesting. Um, the process has been very interesting because we've never done it before. Yeah. And we, as the Waterbury Public Art Committee yes. that's um, hosting this's, this, has yeah. never done it before. So it's been an experience. <laughs> And it was very slow in the beginning. We, you know, we needed to get the word out to these musicians, and sure. we, it was very slow. Nobody's done it. Well, have you heard? I don't know. I don't know what. Nobody knew what it was. Right. And now here we are. I don't know how many months really, later. Well, really we're so I have a challenge for all those that are vocally challenged, like myself. <laughs> we could form a flash mob of singers. Well. Oh, flash somebody. mobs have been suggested. There was a bell choir who wanted to do a flash oh. mob. So keep your ears open. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah. Well, even if that doesn't happen, I think it's it gives permission because inside of everybody's soul is music. And not only is inside your soul can there be music, if you had a kazoo in your hand, you could be the music maker. And yes, there have been kazoo bands oh, and make music based throughout this, the okay. country. Okay. So. All right. Well, I think this is a fabulous thing for Waterbury. I'm glad that not only is it taking place in Waterbury, but all across the state. And Connecticut's on board. Um, we are an arts hub in this state. Because we're such a small state, we have a l- a lot of concentration of arts available and yes they should be available at all levels to all peoples and uh, and we're excited in Waterbury because we're just on the heels of the um, on the trail of Calder 
um, artists came back to Waterbury yes, two yes. weeks ago to see their um, sculptures. I, I have not. Yeah, I've seen one on my way to work every day, and I love it. It brings a smile See, to my it, face. If you walk the um, the circumference of the, it's a mile. Okay. And very easily, oh. very easily done. That's good to know too. Get exercise during yeah. lunch hour yeah. and look at the beautiful right. sculptures. Right. Right. So we had that going on. Um, we have Waterbury Jazz Festival, first ever Brass City yes. Jazz Festival yes. is coming up. And our friend Al Taylor is the promoter oh, for yes, that. He so is. we we um, we definitely want to see that be successful. Yeah. Yeah. We've got a lot going on. For, we do. Um, we for do. A state this size, we've got a lot going on. And for our city, and yep. I think you know, there's a lot of energy, a lot of people that. Um, care to uh, make the positivity resound um, so that more and more positive things are attracted to Waterbury. And it's so nice to see this because, as you know, Sherry, in Waterbury, there can be an awful lot of naysayers. Yes. And we are we are Waterbury people, and yep. Um, yep. We, we take a... a, 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 a pride. Pr- yes, yes, we take pride in our city. Yes. So this is, um, this is a day to be pride on June 21st. It's a... A, a real good thing for Waterbury. Yeah. Absolutely. There's a lot happening. There's a lot happening. I mean, your your event tomorrow night, mm-hmm. the Are You Dense event on Saturday, I mean, this on Thursday. You know, people, if you're listening, take advantage of these opportunities. Not everybody can support everything, but there is so much. Um, last weekend, I know you were involved with the Litchfield uh, Race and Craft yeah. Fair, yeah. and, you know, there was we downtown. Had our American Songbook Initiative of yeah. our town. School. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. I, you know, I was going to try to get to that, and I'm yeah. so mad at right. myself that I wasn't able to get there. But we'll go next year. There, We're next year. Doing it. There's always We're next to pick year. A new venue. It was, it was full. Yeah. Room only. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there's just so much, and we have a lot to be um, thankful for. Um, before we wrap up our show, and I want to thank you both for being patient and um, being in the second half and being flexible with your schedules. I appreciate that. I do want to talk quickly about a new initiative that's um, going to be unveiled over the next month, uh, a series that the Palace is putting together called Second Act. And you heard me, we have had Second Act segments on this um, very show, and we're going to have more of those um, as we continue. Um, But Second Act is now going to be also a series starting in September, once a month, uh, and it's People who have done something fabulous or inspiring or unique in the second act of their lives. And they're going to be presentations around some uh, nice food, whether it's lunches or dinners. So stay tuned for more information coming to you about that. And if you yourself have an interesting story, I've got all the presenters for the series lined up. But I also am looking for some presenters or people to tell their stories here on the radio show for our second act segment as well. So. If you're um, interested at all in talking to me, um, please give me a call at the Palace Theater, 203-346-2008 is my direct line. Or you can find me on our website at palacetheaterct.org. And any last thoughts? We have four minutes left. Any last thoughts, Meg or Robert? I, I, can I mention the trucks that we're going to have in the evening? Yeah. Oh, okay. yes, of we course. We only did lunch. Of now course. we're going to get on to dinner. All right. And dinner um, trucks will be there from 4 until 9, I believe. But oh. they'll be there at 4. And um, Freiburg, no, I'm sorry, rice and beans will be back. The food extrovert will be there for dinner as well. 
Nora's Cupcakes will be there for dinner. Frankie's Hot Dogs for the kids ah, will be there okay. and for the grown-ups. <laughs> um, we're looking into a pizza truck. We may possibly have a pizza truck. We will have coffee there and a cannoli truck, possibly. Mm. We're lining those up this week. So, oh, wow. Yeah, so wow. It's, um, this is a big undertaking to put a festival like this together. It, and it, it really was a big undertaking. And because, like I said, we had never done it before. Um, next year, we will do this with our eyes closed. But now we know how Absolutely. to do it. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's like anything new. I right. mean, you have to kind of figure out what the, um, you know, uh, shortcuts are to right. getting to the end result. Right. And, and we didn't know what kind of um, response we would get to the, when we put a call out to artists. Right, right. Like I said, it was slow in the beginning, but we were quite overwhelmed, happily so. Can people still be artists? No, we have closed. Oh. Yeah. Because oh, okay. we have the schedule out. We have okay. the map out. Okay. Um, so if okay. you want to be an artist, you could still call and we'll line you up for next year. <laughs> Very good segue, Meg. Well, um, it's Make Music Day in Waterbury uh, next Thursday, which is what's the, the 21st of June. The 21st of June. Starts at 9 in the morning, goes to 9 at night. Wow. That's great. So no excuse to be bored next Thursday. There's something, some time of the day for everybody, Absolutely. and including children. Mm-hmm. So um, I want to thank Robert and Meg for um, being with us this morning. And I want to thank you for listening to Your Palace, Your Place, brought to you by the Palace Theater right here in wonderful Waterbury, Connecticut. Yay! (laughs) And uh, the Palace is uh, pleased to host this show. If you have ideas and things you'd like to hear on the show, please give me a call or connect with us. I'm uh, happy to entertain any ideas. We try to bring you some pop culture, arts and culture, uh, food information, and healthy living information as well. Um, I want you to do something as always this weekend, arts related with someone you love and just enjoy this wonderful time of year. Get outside, certainly get outside next Thursday. And I want you to stay tuned for our local news coming up next and then talk of the town with Steve Noxon. And we'll see you in two weeks. above